welcome to Inspiring Adventure by Vertebrate Publishing, the podcast that connects you to the great outdoors through literature. In this episode, we focus on the new edition of Hard Rock. First, Martin Boyson reads a short extract from his essay, Shibboleth, which probably sums up best why this book is so important. That's followed by compiler of this edition, Ian Parnell, reading his favourite extract, Great Wall by Ed Drummond. Although most climbs provide intense enjoyment at the time, the pleasure is often short-lived and the memory soon becomes indistinct. But thankfully, this is not always the case, and some climbs have a special significance which makes them stand out sharply. Why they should be is difficult to fathom. The climb must be good, well situated, and, I suppose, hard, for greatest satisfaction comes if one is stretched to one's limits. It helps if one has looked forward to the climb with keen anticipation, nursed over the years. Ideally, too, the climb should have a certain rarity value, making devaluation in time unlikely. If, after all this, the climb lives up to, or even exceeds, one's expectations, it becomes a great climb. You've just got to climb it now, that was all the man said, Boyson slipping quietly off to climb. Seal cold in my shorts, I was feeling a little blue. Below us, Lindura Du flashed black glass. On the line of the mountain, the toy tiny train crept, its gasps of steam signalling like heartbeats. Come on, Lily Legs. Crew didn't like to be kept waiting. It was him holding the rope. Above me, the wall beamed gleamy with rain, bold as a whale. Easter Sunday, 1967. I gulped to see there was a line. My pub outpost still studded. This wasn't funny. A paraphernalia of cameras, wormy ropes, comments, draggles of steel crabs. Oh, and a talisman rope I'd hidden in the pocket of my shorts. He said I wouldn't need any pegs. The camera shot me in black and white, glossed over my burning cheeks. My knees were, were news in wild wails. Boyson was slinking up his route on velvet feet. On blunt fingertips to a jingle of crabs, I foot-jigged the first wall to the small overhang. That's as far as Banner got, floated up. I can rest up there, I thought, peering, mantling. I could not, and mouse nervous, I not rested for an hour. Crew spearing me from below, I didn't have a runner there, but I did. After an hour, and then I rose again. Ten feet... There was a quartz break and I took one too and looked around. I could just make out Lamberis smudged between hills. Woman and child would be up now asking where I was. Below me a delighted Pete was blowing advice to a numbed boyson. Above me was a peg with an open eye. If I could poke my finger in, he certainly wouldn't be able to see. If I had a ten for arm. I lift up to the left. Clements fell off that way. Bless you, sir. A five-foot arm. My fingers start to finger the slippery dimples, 
toes walking backwards, a ten-foot arm. Then he tells me he moved right. Then a quick lay back and up to the peg. I note the connective. He didn't say a quick lay back up to the peg. So what happens when I get to that and? Climbers arriving below would ask how, how long I'd been there. I felt established as a kind of gargoyle, stuck. A five foot arm suspension, bridging your life. In your hand at the three foot arm, I don't have to fall off, soul stick on ice, nice. Made it, snug as a nut. My dwat in the peg. While I'm not resting at the peg, he tells me he used it. I'm getting to like him. Now you're big enough to fly. Jugs come lovely, hands full of rock, up like a slow balloon, pink knees bumping up after me. Two rusty pegs peep, that's as far as Brown got. Uncle Joe beams at me from his advert, and Pete sounds a long way away. Now, once upon a ledge in the middle of Great Wall, I sat on a jammed half-arse and dangled. A tidal wave of rock swelled out all around. Above me, a twenty-foot groove groped to a slim bulge. Above this straggled a ragged crack. Where this began was a tiny sling, waving to me. Suddenly hungry, I took off my sock and lowered it on the slat to the deck where someone put a block of my dates in, which I pulled up to suck. For a while, I turned cold, while someone else held the rope. Pete ran on the spot for warmth. Climbers below moved off home, silent as fish. I was delighted now to bridge, push, flow. No runner since the ledge, warmer. The little sling was trying to reach me. Boyson perched, smoking, watching. The bulge slid into my arms, frigid with cold. It was staring me in the face. Thirty feet above, a runner, only no holds here. Sixty feet is long enough to see where you're going. The no holds in front of my eyes float up, slowly. First you see them, then you don't. PAs on wheels, I move quickly, fingers whimpering. The little sling stops to tickle my chin and I put a crab on it and hum. One thin nut on eyelash tape. Then I put my foot in the noose. Down I glide, invisible in the lift, and slip among the staring crowd on the street. He's still up there. He must be holding on to something. Then he moves, jerkily. Suddenly no one is talking. Upturned white faces eating the sight alive. You blink and stop breathing. He stands in the sling. This is like cracking a safe, he yells. We look at each other. He's all right. I'm all right. Pete shouts something up. Now the crack grins for two sweet nuts. Elephants bounce past trumpeting. I would like to put my fingers in its mouth, free as air, but I'm saving that for a sunny day. Then the crack shuts up and it shuts me up until he said, there was a peg behind a hidden flake to the right. After that parabola, there's just a human sucker move with a ledge after, just lying there waiting for you to stand on it. 
Pancake-hearted, I plopped a fist in five feet above, just as my feet skedaddled. I'm not usually lucky. It was too late for him to follow now, and I sat chilling, the silly rope still in my pocket, while he abseiled down to unstick my runners. Well done, Scream, he said, five years ago. He was still in love with that wall. Lovely boy crew, arrow climber, wall without end. Despite all of our current circumstances, we are still shipping books direct from our office in Sheffield. So if you want to get your hands on your own copy of Hard Rock, head over to the website now at v-publishing.co.uk and you'll even get 30% discount across all titles on our site. We're social, so search for Vertebrate Publishing on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube or sign up for our newsletter at v-publishing.co.uk We'll be right back.